Blog Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. Diva of Duels, 482nd weekly podcast, I think. Um, this is Anna at Kazi Hooch on Twitter, and I'm filling in for the Diva who is on the line, I think. Are you there, Diva? Hello, can you hear me? Hello? Hello, there you are. Hello. There she is. Hey, Anna. Hey there. We can find you at Diva of Duel on Twitter. And we should have Jen. Jen, are you there? Hello. I'm at R-E-N-K-D-K at Twitter. All righty. And um, so uh, let's see. We have, well, Carrie, you care to tell us where we can find you? I know iTunes, the iTunes page. You have a Facebook, um, Diva of Duel, but I always forget the how it's named. Is it? Diva of Dual fan page or a Diva of Days of Our Lives. Diva of Days of Our Lives. Okay. Um, and then I know you've been thanking people for joining. Seems like we've been um, getting more people joining lately. And um, we uh, and you can like like I said earlier, you can find us on iTunes. All of our past, both our weekly podcasts where we talked about things going on on the show and then also newsworthy things about the show or about the actors or whatever. And then um, we also have all of our interviews on there as well. So you can always find them there. And um, let's see. you could, uh, Marianne can't be with us tonight, but we'll give a shout-out to Mama Hooch. You can find her at Mama, M-A-M-A, underscore, Hooch, because believe it or not, there was another Mama Hooch, so she had to add the underscore. Can you believe that? <laughs> there's really only one. Ma- there's really only one. We all know there's really only one Mama Hooch, and all others are fake. Imposters. Anyway, imposters. <laughs> that's what I was looking for. Thank you. They're all imposters. Um, and she's out having fun tonight, gallivanting around some town or other. I don't know. Um, but uh, hoping she's having a good time. And um, then let's see. I'm uh, going to give a shout out to. Our friends Bob and Amy Hapka, who you can probably find mostly on Facebook, which I'm unfortunately hardly ever on anymore. But um, they're also on Twitter at Bob Hapka and at Amy Hapka, our dear friends there. And we also like to give shout-outs to – we love all the actors on the show and all the characters, but um, we have some that we especially um, have uh, enjoyed and loved through the years. And so if you uh, would like to, you can follow Teo Penglis on Twitter, um, at Tao Penglis, and at Lauren Coslow, and at Kilt Trip USA, who's Ian Buchanan. And let's see, I think, is Ian on GA, is Ian, wasn't he coming back to some, or going to be on some show 
I'm trying to think. Wasn't he coming back to be on some show somewhere recently? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I don't remember seeing that. Oh, okay. I thought I saw something about it. Maybe I maybe I just dreamed that. Anyway, maybe I was hoping too much. I was wishing too much because I miss him. Uh, let's see. So um, uh, let's see. We had a nice uh, Carrie. You might want to fill in uh, fill people in on this one, but had a nice little uh, Instagram story from Greg Vaughn recently, who was looking oh extra my gosh. handsome. Holy hell. Do you know how many times I looked at that picture? <laughs> <laughs> Even with a mask on, he's hot, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Lord. I tweeted that to everybody I knew. <laughs> it's such a mm-hmm. Yep. And it looked an awful lot like he was taking that picture or doing that Insta story um, in the halls of NBC. So I'm just saying, it looked to me a lot like the halls of NBC. So um, let's see. And then um, let's see, was there any other news or any other um, uh, updates or anything? Um, I'm trying to think. I'm kind of drawing a blank. Um, I can't think of anything. Of course, we're knee-deep into the possession story. Laud. Um, okay, so as I as I wrote on my on the on the episode guide um, or the episode description, the devil came down to dot 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 Salem, and is causing all kinds of trouble in our beloved town. <laughs> and I don't know, Giovanni sounds like a film director, much more so than Johnny, don't you think? So I'm just going to call him Giovanni because yeah. I like that the flow of that. I don't know. I like the flow of that better. Especially because I always think of Stefano saying it. Yeah. Every time I think of Giovanni, though, I think of Corelli. You think of what? Johnny Corelli. He was Nick's brother. He was a real dirtbag. Oh, gosh. I forgot. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Um, well, and, and Chanel must like Giovanni better than Johnny in this sense because she calls him G, not J. So, um, okay, I've noticed that. That was a little little nuance there, you know. Uh, let's see. So, um, so I guess we could take the possession thingy first. Um, I personally don't like to like dwell on that too much because I really don't like thinking about. See, I'm kind of like in Chanel's corner. Don't invite trouble you don't want, you know? Yep. But, don't uh, care <laughs> Right. So I don't even feel like really talking about it, but since it's most of the show right now, basically, uh, you know, Doug's in the hospital after having the experience last week of having been relieved of the devil because he moved into Marlena during their session. And, um, and of course, he keeps trying to tell people, Okay, now, I, in full disclosure, I saw Monday's episode all the way through and Thursday's episode all the way through, and that's all the all that I got to see this week. So uh, you guys will have to fill in the gaps because I'm not sure if anything happened on Friday that was monumental or anything. But basically, poor Doug has been trying to do everything he can, being, being as down as he is right now at the hospital, trying to do everything he can to indicate that he does not want to have anything to do with Marlena because she's possessed by the devil. <laughs> <laughs> and trying to kill him. And since every, and since everybody, yeah, and tried to kill him. And since everybody in town is now thinking about 
uh, the devil because of this possession thing from like the 90s. They're suddenly all talking about it because Giovanni is doing his film or talking about doing his film. And so I don't know, chicken or the egg, did that invite the devil to come on back? I don't know. But, you know, I guess that will be something for us to discover down the line. But anyway, I did think it was really an interesting twist to have Marlena to – for John to be like, you know, since you taped my con- my session, maybe you, do you think maybe you taped? Did you happen to tape yours and Doug's? Maybe you missed something. Maybe you can. And of course, what I don't know what you guys were thinking, but when I was what I was thinking is she was the devil right there, and she was saying, oh, I gotta beat, I gotta hurry and get to the office and delete that one, you know. But she was really Marlena at that point, I think, mm-hmm. trying to figure out why she was having these nightmares and trying to figure out what was going on. And so I have to admit that was, I thought, really kind of creative in a way for her to be listening. If she got gets her back to the hospital and she's listening to the recording of, their, of Doug's and her session, and she sounds like normal Marlena, and he's talking. And then all of a sudden, because we all saw it the week before, he, he turns in, you know, he's like, I'm not Doug. And, you know, she's listening to all this. And she's, and it's interesting because she's listening to it almost as a passionate third party hearing it for the first time in a way. It was weird. It was like she was listening to it like OMG, you know. I don't know. What did you guys think? I think so. And then like so she, like, she rewound it and then, and then the devil broke in and said, why are you replaying this? Or I don't know. I didn't. I was trying to rush that part to get started on the show because I was just able to get through the end of Thursday. And so at the end, the devil actually breaks through the recorder and starts talking to her. So he was he basically saying, why are you playing this back? Or why why did you, I don't know, can somebody fill me in on that? Or does something happen the next day with that? Um, he's like, I know you remember me. You don't have to listen to the tape or something like that. Oh, okay. So she's still Marlene at that point. Were her eyes starting to turn while, when it went to the end of the show? I couldn't tell if she, her eyes were tearing up or if her eyes were starting to turn again. So basically, oh, and then John, what, what's that? The devil, was, the devil was trying to get into Marlena, but then... He said John started praying, and that forced him back out of Marlena. Oh, so okay. He was I wondered in how that happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I wondered because I was trying to figure out, like, well, he was in there the other day. What happened? You know, okay. So then on Friday, what did anything get advanced on Friday with that? Um, I think that was a day uh, Julie and – um. Trip we're talking about uh, faith versus medicine. Well, that was Thursday. Thursday. That was Thursday, Thursday episode because I did see that. Yeah. yeah. Was, but, but at the end of that episode, Doug is like telling John, she, heck, she tried to kill me. Like he yeah. was trying to tell, he, Doug was trying to tell John because John went to sit with him while uh, Julie went home to take a shower and kind of, you know, come yeah. back, get refreshed and come back. And John was like, well, Marlena's really trying her best to help you. And he's like, help me. She tried to kill me. 
Yeah. And John's already having John's already having these weird feelings about this whole thing. Like he's starting to feel like. Don't you think he's starting? He's sensing something because he's had a he had a flashback to how she reacted when he pulled out the Bible. Yeah, he, he did have a flashback. I think that was maybe on Monday, where he was having a flashback of when he pulled out the Bible from that box and. She was like, put that away or whatever, because she was already, like, possessed at that point. Yeah, put that damn thing away. And you hear, raise a hand when she was in bed having her nightmare before, before she went back to the hospital. She was having that nightmare. Raise a hand. Who thought she was going to levitate? I was going to levitate, but no, not yet. Not yet, anyway. So, um, Carrie, did you, were you thinking that at that point or no? Oh, Gary? I don't know. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sounded like she was going to levitate, and then John broke it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay, so then, so, so as a Thursday, they, you know, at the end of the show, Doug's like, help me, she's trying to kill me. So, so John's got to be thinking, wait a minute here. You know, he's not like some crazy, I mean, like they're trying to say his dementia and all, well, they're not going to say something like that, they have dementia. So, and then he was already having weird vibes about the way she was reacting to things. So, but we know this thing drags out for a while, right? So how slow is John? That's what I want to know. <laughs> he's pretty slow. <laughs> I mean, he did work for the cop shop for a while, so, uh, you know, whatever, but, um, so anyway, um, I think it's funny, though, when they, they talk about they're trying to find people who remember when Marlena levitated, and they're like, oh, well, you know, Julie's like, oh, yeah, I remember. Well, because uh, Trip tells her about that. So all this stuff's floating around. It's kind of like when people are wearing a fake mask and there's somebody else and nobody's figuring it out for a while, and you're like, yep. okay, they're right there. <laughs> it's right there for your face. Um, so it's like, why is Sarah like three feet taller than she usually is and has a completely different bone structure, but no, but no, (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) No, but, um, so I don't know who's going to finally put two and two together, but apparently it's going to take a while. But, um, so, uh, did anything happen with Marlena on Friday then after, after she hears that from the tape recorder? Um, I think at the end she was sitting in Doug's room. Yeah, oh. yeah she um hit she hits Julie with a tray. Oh great. <laughs> yep. Oh lovely. <laughs> Wonderful. So the devil so the devil's back down this back back in her. Okay. Alright. Yeah. Oh boy. Um so, um, so I have to admit, there's a few aspects of the story that I'm finding mildly entertaining. Like, I did think that was interesting where they had her listening to the recording as Marlena listening to it. I thought that was an interesting little, like, twist in a way. But um, I honestly, overall, hate the whole idea, but that's just me. Um, okay. So, and I and honestly, Chanel is like my – Chanel's speaking the truth there. She's like – I don't think you should do this movie, Johnny, you know. And, okay, and what is it about 
he's get, he's going to have Abigail play his mother? No, Abigail's going to play Marlena. Oh, okay, okay. I, I was confused about that. Okay, gotcha. Even yeah, that's kind of weird. Allie's going to play his mother. Okay, all right. Hmm. Well, but that's kind of weird because, I mean, she cheated on his mom's, like, I mean, like, you wouldn't think he'd be all buddy-buddy with Abigail. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of weird. I don't know. I mean, he knows. I mean, it was obviously in Will's script that he knows that Abigail had an affair with EJ when they were about, when Sammy and EJ were about to get married. So you would think he wouldn't be, like, all chummy with her necessarily. So I don't really understand that whole vibe. But I did, I have to say, Marianne wanted us to mention this. She said, oh, be sure to mention that was hilarious back on Monday when um, uh, Giovanni and Chanel were watching The Exorcist and everything, and they were talking talking about stuff. And then she says, well, I don't think, something like, I don't think you should invite the devil in or something like that. And then right at that moment, Tony walks in. Yep. I thought that was cute. I thought that was cute. And then, of course, you know, Giovanni's like, well, I know you can't give me any money for any funding because that'll upset my dad. But you could be a consultant since you were actually somebody who experienced this with Marlena. Excuse me. And he said, and I'm glad they mentioned that part about in the devil, like, almost made you marry Kristen, who oddly is your sister or whatever. I mean, like, (laughs) You know, it was kind of fun. You know, it's like kind of funny that they threw that in. But then he says, "Well, wait a minute. I, I, I that wasn't me." And I'm glad they stayed true to that yep. because it was Andre. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm glad they did that. But I thought that was cute when Teo came, well, when Tony came in at that yeah. exact moment, and he was talking about all these great movies. And he's like, "Oh, Anna likes this one. I may, I may have to go. I'm going to go watch some movies with Anna." I'm like, "Oh." Yep. <laughs> He's going to watch some Shane so, movies. Some what? Shane movies. Some what? Shane movies, like not The Exorcist. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Shane, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, let's see. So, anyway, and I I don't know. What do you, I really like Chanel and Giovanni together. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. I think they're cute. Oh, yeah, they're cute. Yeah. yeah, and and you know, and you know, it's funny because I normally don't get on board with people like two characters that are fairly new. Even though one plays a legacy character, you know, he's a new actor to the role. But um, you know, I just think they're really cute. I, I like their dialogue. I like their I like their chemistry. I think they're cute. I, I do. So I'm kind of enjoying that. Surprise! It kind of surprises me because. We don't really have that much invested yet in either character, but I, I really, I think they're doing a good job. I do. So, um, let's see. Oh, and they, and in terms of that, they decided like Johnny informed or Giovanni informed her that this time he did have protection handy because remember they were going to go at it one time and yep. he didn't, so she's like, no. So she's like, oh, so you think I'm just going to go upstairs with you then because, just because you have protection? I see. And he's like, what, do you want to be wooed? And he's, she's like, what is that? Like, she's like, oh, okay, old-time word, you know, old-time term, you know, wooed. She's like, yeah, basically, yeah, you know. <laughs> so she's so she's kind of making, she's wanting, wanting uh, and he says, well, I will woo the heck out of you, basically. <laughs> so, um 
Um, so I mean, they kissed a little bit, but they but they decided now how long this lasts. I don't know, but um, they decided to um, like to court basically. So we'll see. And so anyway, does anybody have anything to add on that front, or anything else that we've talked about so far? Yeah. I, I do like them together, but I wish they dropped this whole movie thing. <laughs> I know. It's really annoying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Didn't like, one of the no. characters say he talks about it nonstop? Yep. can't remember who it was that said that, but like, I wish he would stop talking. He talks nonstop about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, what are your thoughts? Oh, I like... Johnny and Chanel, they're super cute. The movie thing, they he lost me when he offered Abby the role of Marlena. Ugh. I mean, he lost yep. me right there. It's like, why are you casting a woman with no acting experience as the lead? And like I said um, before, she's um, like 20 years too young to play Marlena. Marlena's mm-hmm. a grandmother at that point. The like, mm-hmm. world was a baby mm-hmm. or something. It's so, just so weird. Uh, it's just so weird. Yeah. That was just odd. That was just odd. I mean, she did make the comment, well, I, she's like, well, I don't, I'm not an actor. I don't have any, you know. After she kind of gave him crap about, like, I want real people. And she's like, oh, actors aren't real people? And he's like, well, no, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I just, like, want to make a movie out with, like, real people and not, you know. And so then, you know, which I'm sure they probably had fun with since they are actually actors. But, um. I I don't know. I just thought, you know, for a kid that's like supposedly, I'm, I'm a young man, he's 27 or whatever, however old he's supposed to be on, I don't know how old he's supposed to be, early 20s, I guess, on the show. <clears throat> I think the actor's, what, 27, something like that. But, you know, for somebody who is so serious about this movie, he's certainly not taking the casting very seriously. So. <laughs> Qualifications, sitting on the couch next to me. <laughs> Female. Okay. Yep, and having DID. <laughs> has been crazy. Fine. Okay. Checked all the boxes. When can you come to work? Oh, <laughs> uh, so, um, well, and, you know, that brings up another thing I was thinking. Isn't it slightly awkward? Have they addressed this at all? Maybe they haven't. I just haven't seen the episode yet. But isn't it awkward that, Abigail and EJ are under the same roof? Uh, you wouldn't think Chad would be too fond of that idea. No. And also, you wouldn't think that Abigail, it was clear she didn't want to remember what she had done. When she said, and he, uh, Giovanni assured her that they were cutting that part out where she had the affair with John. I mean, there was this shower scene. And remember, there really was a shower scene. Yeah. But, um, with the other Abigail, actually, with Kate Mansi, but, um, but you know, um, that just it hit me all of a sudden. I guess I hadn't really thought about it, but I thought that's a little weird having EJ and her under the same roof. She's still with Chad, trying to repair that relationship, and here she is reminded every day that she cheated and slept with her, his brother. You know, I don't know. I think it's a little awkward, but it's Salem, so what the heck. So, anyway, so there's that. Um, 
Jerry, was there anything with Nicole? Well, let's see. Was anything with Nicole this oh, week? Yes. Um, EJ asked her out on the date. Oh, that's right. And I didn't see yeah, it, but Brady I read not, about it. Yeah, and then Brady was trying to stop it, which I could see his point of view because he was there um, the entire Nicole EJ marriages and all that, and it was it was pretty bad. I mean, EJ was really brutal on Nicole, but at the same mm-hmm. time too, she also, you know. Lied about being pregnant for how many, like 10 or 11 months. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. She stole Sammy's baby and passed it, passed it off as her own. So, and Brady was there for that. What was that, so, the yeah. rubber baby, what was that the rubber baby belly bumper? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so things never end well with Nicole. I mean, they have great chemistry, but, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. EJ's going to ruin her again. Yeah. A lot of people, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's much true. better than Ray. It's better than Ray, though. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, um, and then what did you guys think of EJ? And, well, I love the. Jen, I know you're going to want to weigh in on this one. Lucas sticking it <laughs> to EJ a little bit. <laughs> yep. And then Roman. Oh, yeah, Roman went after him then. It was like, uh, you don't want to go there, buddy. <laughs> you want to. And and EJ backed up. He was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I just wouldn't have said that about your daughter. Yeah. Oh, so it was to watch business. EJ back up. Yeah, yeah. Like, next time you might be getting poison oatmeal. <laughs> but, yep. Um, but, and um, Roman but, might yeah. be old, but he and, used to be a cop. <laughs> Yep, and Roman, I mean, I was actually scared of Roman there for a minute. I was like, I think he could do it. I really think he could take him. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> but, um, you know what? And, I, I and what was to be brought up is that it never came out that Clyde was the one responsible for EJ's shooting death years ago. Remember, oh, that's what... I forgot about that. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, especially since Ben's still in town, I know, obviously, Clyde's still in prison, I guess. But shouldn't that get brought up? I, I forgot mean, about that, actually. Yeah. I mean, it was one of the worst deaths. I'm like, here you have a super popular character like EJ, and mm-hmm. he just randomly gets shot during a drug deal, which someone like EJ wouldn't be personally involved in anyway. Yeah, he'd That's have somebody mm-hmm. doing it for him. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, and Clyde's associate basically shot EJ. And I just, I don't understand how, why that got swept I forgot about that. You think, yeah. Huh. You think somebody would bring it up. Yeah. Interesting. Somebody oh, I tweet that's a good point. I, I forgot about that. I, for, I forgot about that. It's a good point. Um, well, it, didn't it kind of come out of the blue too, or something? But um, yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, now, now, what was refresh my memory? He had EJ looked like he'd been punched in the face. Who punched him? Was it Lucas or who was Xander. it? The week before, Xander. Huh? I was Xander. It was Xander. Xander. Oh, okay, okay. I couldn't remember. Like, I could tell they had a, like, he had been punched, but I couldn't figure out. I couldn't remember what who it was. Um, 
Let's see. Okay, so for the creepiest scenes this week, I have to give it to um, the the projecting 10 years from now when Sierra and Ben have a baby that's now 10 years old or 9 or 10 years old, probably 9 or so. Yeah, I mean, because Ben basically, you know, they're they're all lovey-dovey and everything, but they're talking about, I mean, she really wants to go ahead and try to start having a baby. And he finally opens up and says, I'm just terrified. I don't think I want kids. And she's like, what? Is that something you should have told me before we got married? And he says, well, I don't think I really, really internalized it till now, but now that it's real, now that it could actually happen. He said, but... He just basically opened up and just said, like, I feel like my family is so messed up, and there's obviously some sort of, like, messed up gene pool here. I mean, look at me, look at my sister, look at Clyde, you know. And she and she reassured him. She says, look at all the hard work you did to come back from all that, you know. And she she said, look how messed up I am, and my parents are perfect. <laughs> or how messed up I got, and my parents are perfect. But she says, but I but they straightened me out. They were good. They were good parents. And they, I'm like, well, that's debatable. But that's kind of like kind of saying Sammy's a good parent. But that's another story. Um, we'll we'll go with we'll go with that fantasy for now. But um, but yeah, it's like you know she she was trying to reassure him that you know that doesn't decide your destiny that. Really, it wasn't so much your genetic makeup as it was your, you know, the abuse you guys suffered kind of thing. And he reminded her, he he said, I thought this was a really kind of poignant thing. He said, well, look at what, you know, look at what Jordan did when my mom was pregnant with me. He said, you know, how bad does it have to be when you would like, would rather kill your mom or like, so that she doesn't bring another baby into the world that's from that man, you know, or whatever, you know. So, uh, so she, so anyway, like he, he was just really. I mean, they were good scenes. I sometimes I fast forward mm-hmm. through theirs, but they, they were they were good scenes, and um, you know, the nature nurture is always an interesting um, discussion to have, and you know, um, so who knows? But um, I. Sierra, they kind of left it, they did leave it to where it was like, okay, honey, we'll just table this for now. We don't have to decide this for now. Let's just love each other and live our lives right now, and we'll process this again. You know, kind of like, let's table this for now. This is this is intense. This is big, and we've talked about it, and I'm so glad you let, you know, let me know what you were really feeling and thinking, and let's just kind of, no pressure, just put this in a box for a while and revisit and revisit it down the road. So at least that's kind of the I'm paraphrasing, but that's kind of the the vibe I got. What, what do you what do you guys think on that? Pretty much. No. So she's gonna probably she end more... up being surprised, pregnant, huh? I thought she was what? pushing him to go talk to Marlena. That's what oh, was okay. going on okay. the end of the week. Yeah. No, she was oh, still. Okay. Yeah. I. I I understand. I think this is all tied into the possession storyline. Like I saw someone oh, else you're right. the same thing. That this is going to be a Rosemary's Baby type of storyline, maybe. Oh, geez. Yeah, the, because we know Mar- Marlena's still possessed for another at least another two months. 
So, yeah, I think that's what That's we're almost all as bad as thinking. Princess like, Gina for as long as we had her. Yeah. Mm. I think we're going from the exorcist to Rosemary's Baby. So, oh, God. Yeah, but no. And I don't understand why Sierra wants a baby right now. They've only been reunited for like a month or two. Doesn't they make don't any have sense. jobs. Yeah. <laughs> it Job really off. makes no sense. <laughs> And they should have discussed oh. it before they got married last year. I mean, yeah, you should discuss true. children before you get married to anybody. So, yeah. yeah her getting but I guess he's mad basically about it saying now. he didn't say anything because he really didn't, hadn't processed through that enough, I guess. But, um, but the creepiest part of the, the week for me, aside from the whole demonic thing, is, I guess there's, in a week where there's demonic possession, um, I guess that says a lot if this is creepier. But at one point, Ben had a nightmare after they've been talking about all this. He had a nightmare that they came home, you know, 10 years later, it's just something like August, whatever, 2031, so 10 years. They walk in after celebrating their 10th anniversary and they step on a toy as they're walking in and they're like, oh, the babysitter didn't make him pick up or something. And then this little, like, nine-year-old or so little boy comes out and they're like oh you're still up you know or whatever and he's like yeah well my babysitter wanted me to pick up and I didn't or what what was he like I didn't want to or something he said I wanted to play with dad's necktie and then he moves away and the babysitter's sitting at the table choked to death with a net with a red necktie so I'm like that's creepy so, um, so that's what Ben's afraid of. <laughs> um, note to self: that we'll never get a babysitter. I'll just tell you this right now. Nope. No one's signing up for that job. Uh, no no. one's signing up for that job. And you would think that Sierra would have the neckties banned from the house, but that's another story. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. So uh, anyway, so that was creepy. I, I admit that was a creepy one. So did we hear? Did we? Were we talking last week or at some point about um, the rumors that Ben somehow gets possessed? Is that the deal? That he goes to Marlena or something? Or do you think that we he might or something? Or I don't know. I haven't heard that. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. I, I, thought, I thought we were talking. I thought somewhere I heard maybe people were just speculating. So I don't know. So, I mean, that would explain if they end up having the, the demon baby or whatever. But um, um, So I really hope they don't go there. They better not go there with a baby. Um, for one thing, I've managed to avoid Rosemary's Baby my whole life, other than, you know, as I explained last, I think last time. <laughs> I haven't watched that I made either. my brother watch it. I made my brother watch good. it when we were little. That's right. Yeah, we did have that discussion. Yeah. 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 But anyway, um, so – uh, let's see. Um, I didn't see any of the Gwen Xander stuff. Anybody want to take that? Oh, that was good. <laughs> I'll be She's watching gonna it proposition later, the judge to do for what? Like for what? Uh, to drop the charges to get to get him off. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then I guess try and blackmail him or something. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. 
I love them together. Oh, I, I do too. But what I've seen of them, I've missed some things, but I've, I've got to, I still have to catch up on some episodes. But Carrie, what do you think about all that? Do you like them together? I love Glenn and um, Xander. I think they're funny. And yeah, how many other yeah. couples are going to sit there and figure out how they're going to get to this judge? You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, I love it. Yes, yes, yes. And and she does a baby talk with him. Oh. Yeah, that still sends that still sends chills. I don't know. I feel like don't you kind of feel like they've met their match with each other? Yeah, I think so. They're kind of equally yoked in the sense that they're both gray, you know, and they both had, like, Mm -hmm. they both kind of had abuse storylines. I think wasn't Xander, I mean, that whole thing, because Maggie kind of took a liking to him because he shared, like, how he had been sort of abandoned or, like, abused and stuff. So they both kind of had rough childhoods and were kind of, kind of had, I mean, not to say that any of that excuses any of their behaviors or whatever, but I'm just saying, like, they both had had it rough. And so yeah. they kind of have that in common. And then it's like they're both, they're both, we, I think they've, I think they've, I think the audience feels like they're rootable characters, even though they do bad things. I think the actors and the writing have been able to, allow us to see enough of their, in, you know, their whole person, so to speak, that, I mean, Xander would be rootable on his own, shirtless, any any day of the yeah. week. But, um, but, no, in all seriousness, though, I mean, that, but they're likable enough in their badness <laughs> that, you know, um, I don't know. I just, I kind of think that that was really a, a really brilliant matchup. Yes. They sound good with them. I just hope they don't. Screw and I it like up. the humor. I like I like the banter and all that. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Okay, and then does anyone care about Chabby? Chabby or Chabby? No. No. Okay. Carrie. No. <laughs> I like Chabby. <laughs> didn't you? Didn't so? Huh? I don't like you do them. or don't. Yeah, I didn't know. Because somebody, cause somebody last week said that you actually liked a little bit of what I can't remember what it was. Oh, maybe it was on. Was it on the Beyond Salem or was it? No, uh, I don't know. Salem, but I like liked, somebody uh, said Billy was funny. Okay, there we go. That's right. That's right. Um, and then, okay, so we haven't done the Kate report yet. Um, there was only one day that she was on. She only had a handful of episodes, uh, handful of scenes, but I think they were all with Philip. Um, and I did see what you guys were talking about with the haircut. He does look really good in that haircut, a lot better than the mm-hmm. hair hanging in his face kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, that just got out of bed and didn't even have time to comb it look that he had there for a while, which we struggled with that in other iterations of JKJ's Phillips, <laughs> but I like that. I like that cut, um, and I like their their chemistry as mother son. Um, so um, basically, Kate shows up at Phillips, and she's like worried about Lucas. And she it kind of made me nervous because she started being like meddling mama again. And remember, we yeah. kind of got away from that for several years. I started to get a little queasy. 
But I loved how at the end, like, she was basically saying how, you know, we need to, what are we going to do about Lucas? He's so depressed and he's so sad because Sammy dumped him and, you know, this and that. And he goes, oh, I thought you were going to uh, give me a hard time about Chloe or something. And then she she didn't really, did she? She didn't really say much, did she, about Chloe? She's more worried about so. Lucas, I think. Yeah, I think she's yeah. more worried about Lucas. So they talked about that. And he says, well, you know I tried to help him, but, you know, she turned him down again. She had an opportunity when EJ dumped her on her rear end. You know, she could have gone to Lucas, but she didn't. She left town. So I think it's kind of funny how everybody's just believing that she just left town on her own and that she's perfectly fine just not communicating with a single solitary soul in town, you know. But um, what for whatever reason. But um, – Let's see. So, um, so, but I thought Kate looked great as usual. But I loved her ensemble. Loved her hair. Loved her make. I loved her makeup. Loved her outfit. The, the fur. The fur um, cuffs. That was a nice touch. That was definitely Kate esque. Um, and let's see. Uh, but um, she, you know, what I love the most about it was towards. You know, they were talking about everything, and he's like. Basically, you know, mom, you know, maybe you wouldn't be as worried about all of your children's love lives <laughs> and their lives in general if you had one of your own. Yes. <laughs> and she was like, oh. And she's like, well, she's, he's like, what about Roman? And Roman just, you know. And she says, well, I've just basically, not so many words. She basically was saying she just wants to be alone. She doesn't want to mess with that anymore because love is. Love is, you know, love has not gone well for her. (laughs) Yeah, love is pain. So she's just kind of like, but then at the end, she was kind of like, how did he, he he gave her that line about, you know, well, maybe you should be thinking about your own love life, you know. And um, so as they talked about it, you could tell, like she said, well, basically Roman left the door open. He let her know that he was available to be there for her at any time. Should she change her mind? And um, so, and Philip was kind of trying to encourage her to, like, well, you know, maybe you should take him up on that. So I liked how they were kind of hinting that that, you know, I don't know. Thoughts? What do you guys think? I would like it to happen, but I'm not getting my hopes up. I would like it too. Yep. That would be great. I kind of feel like they're not just teasing us this time. That's good. They're kind of doing a slow burn. I don't know. What do you think? Okay. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. We do need Kate on more on more often than once a week. That's getting a little old. Uh, yes, it is. We are very tired of the Kate drought. This, I mean, yes. for one thing, she wasn't on for a long time, and now that she's on, she's not on very often. Like one one episode out of the mm-hmm. whole week. I mean, she didn't even, like, go sample donuts or something at, what is it, Tasty Bits or whatever. What is it? What do they call it? Uh, Sweet Bits. Sweet Bits. I mean, she, she's, like, not, she wasn't interacting with anybody else but Philip this week. So, I just, I mean, I like those scenes, don't get me wrong, but uh, Kate Kate needs to be more involved in these things. Yes. This just isn't cool. So, and she doesn't necessarily need it. She does need to have her own love life. She doesn't need to be meddling in everybody else's all the time. She definitely needs to be back to having, you know, her business life and her, her love life and all that. So, 
So I hope they're not. I mean, usually, don't you guys think, usually when they throw us a bone, because honestly, I've liked a lot of her pairings. But, I mean, I'm not just a Cayman fan or whatever, but I do I do like Cayman. We love Cayman, actually. But um, it seems like whenever they do, it's like one or two scenes or maybe one episode, and then it's like it never happened, or they yeah. might reference it later on, but it's not like it doesn't go anywhere. I'm feeling like it might go somewhere just because it was brought up again and because other characters are talking about it, like Lucas and Philip are both on board with it. And um, and I don't know. And you could tell when when Roman was talking to her about it, she was being coy, but she was definitely thinking about it, you know. So I don't know. I think that would be fun. Definitely. I'd like to see Anna try and hook them up. Roman and Kate. Oh, yeah? <laughs> that would be a fun double date, too. If we can't have Andre and Kate, I think that would be fun to have Tony and Anna and, um, and Roman and Kate. And yeah. Roman and Kate, yeah. That would be fun. So, um, I don't know. So, so, Carrie, you'd be on board with it, right? Definitely? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought so. I thought so. Yeah. Um, and I have to admit, I have to admit, because, you know, Chris Kosicic can kind of be lame. I did that on purpose. But, um, but you know, Robin, Robin was pretty, like, honestly, I believed he could punch the hell out of EJ in that scene. Oh, yeah. He was, like, <laughs> saying, I felt like he could really deck him and make some make a dent. So that was kind of a turn on. That was kind of like, oh, Robin's so good, woohoo, you know. Yeah. So it's 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 a it's a darn shame that Kate didn't witness that little scene. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She should have been eating there. She should have been sitting there eating her breakfast. Robin oh, yeah. could have been like, mm, that would have been fun. And, and Kate could have been over, uh, you know, eavesdropping on it and been like, oh, yeah, that's what I'd like to see. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, that was cute. That was a cute touch. Um. Let's see. I don't even know what time it is. How much time do we have left? Oh, we still have some time. I could have it for an hour. Um, let's see. Oh, I did. I did make a comment in our summary for the episode that I said. Um, I said Sierra and Ben discussed the pros and cons of birthing a potential serial killer. We here at the Diva. I think I speak for all of us when I say this. We we here at the Diva take an editorial stand that their baby would just be a future serial like, you know, special K or something killer. <laughs> and those two crazy and those two crazy kids should just and I said crazy on purpose. Crazy kids should just take that leap of faith. But um anyway. And I also mentioned that apparently none of the younger set in Salem seems to um use the internet because they're just now learning that their grandma levitated. Which you would think <laughs> somebody at Thanksgiving would have mentioned or somebody would have whispered something along the way, like, you know, hey, Grandma Marlene, did you have a good night's sleep? Yeah. Somebody says, oh, yeah, I remember that time when you levitated. That never happened? I'm, not, I'm thinking, somebody drunk? I mean, there's enough people to get drunk in that family that something should have oh, yeah. killed before, before. But, you know, when you think about it, I guess that's what happens when you're sore-ass 10 or 12 years. You miss a lot of history. So, <laughs> Just a bit. But, 
But so it's kind of funny how these the next generation is learning about this story from the 90s, you know. Nobody's really doing the math to realize that Sammy was supposed to be like a young kid when she saw that her mom was cheating with John. Yeah. But, you know, she wouldn't have been in the 90s. It wouldn't I mean it would she wouldn't have been a young kid, you know. So anyway, whatever. But but if we tried to do the math, we would always be confused on that show. But we'd always be wrong. <laughs> that's right. So um, I don't know. So I don't know if we carry any any thoughts on any of this anymore. I think um, was I'm Anna on, on we... at all with Tony? Mm, no, no, just Tony. No, Anna. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think if we missed anything. I'm not sure if this is true. Is Tanya Boyd coming back? Not that I'm aware of. Tanya Boyd. Celeste. I miss her, though. Yeah, she would have been good. Celeste, I I think, didn't she have, like, a major medical setback many years ago? And I'm not sure. Maybe she's she's improved since then, but I would would love to see her. Um, Yeah. Whoever played Celeste the, the after that was, whew. but um, yeah, but that would be nice. But I don't know. I haven't heard anything about that. Um, yeah. Be interesting. Because she was big but, in that storyline too. Yeah, with the, mm-hmm. with the possession. I guess I because she was into all that uh, mysterious yeah. stuff, voodoo that, and all that mystic stuff. Yeah. That's true, but um, no, I haven't heard anything on that. Um, so now we got to figure out. So Greg Vaughn was at least on set, probably, since it looked like I, I swear that looked like the NBC studio, the, the hallway. Um, so you wonder, he's probably not. I mean, my guess is he came in for some scenes or for like, you know, a short period of time maybe, but. Um, uh, because I, isn't, doesn't he live in North Carolina now? Didn't he and Angie Harmon mm-hmm. move to North Carolina for something yeah. that she's filming there, maybe? I've never seen – I saw that Queen Sugar's coming back, and isn't he in that? I've never seen that. Have you guys ever watched him in that? Yeah. Me either. No, he's done filming that, though. Worth... I think his character's written. His character's written now. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Darn I may have to go back and look at the old episodes, but um, yeah. So you know, I don't know why he'll be. I don't. I don't know why he'll be coming back to make an appearance. But hey, certainly welcome. <laughs> yep, I'll take um, him back. For we'll enjoy week. it. Well, like we will enjoy it while we can. <laughs> oh yes. Um. Let's see. I think was there anything else? Oh, what about the scene where they're talking, uh, Chanel and um, Allie are talking about, you know, Chanel said, oh, I, my my bed was like rocking last night or something. And she's like, oh, so you and Johnny. And she's like, no, I can't, I couldn't sleep because I was watching <laughs> The Exorcist with your evil twin brother, you know. <laughs> and she's like, oh, Okay. And then she goes on to reveal that, uh, Allie goes on to reveal that apparently 
trip is very, very good in the sack. So we'll say we're, she's happy about that. But she's just, she says, I just have this, this issue because he's told me that he loves me and I didn't tell him back. And she says, because, you know, I want to be, she says, I'm just not there yet. I'm not ready. I, just, I don't think I'm ready for that. But she says, like, he's, you know, it's like she's, and so Chanel's like, well, what's holding you back or whatever? So I don't know. I mean, I hope it's not that she has a crush on Chanel. Because I think she and, I think Allie and Tripp are so cute together. Plus, I like Johnny, Giovanni and um, um, Chanel. Chanel. Johnny and Chanel better than Allie and Tripp. I think Allie and Tripp yeah, they have a Allie. different dynamic. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they do have a different dynamic, but I think he's adorable. I do think Tripp's adorable, and he's a, you know, he's going to be a doctor and all that. I mean, but yeah, I mean, he's sort of the safe choice, I guess you could say, but I think they're sweet together. I don't know. I mean, they don't have the same kind of like chemistry, if you will, as like Chanel and Johnny do, but Holly yeah. doesn't have but a big cool a mom. to choose from either. Well, yeah, true. Plus, I mean, Allie is a mom of a little one-year-old and, I mean, she's kind of in a different place, like, in her life, you know, but yeah, I see, I mean, I see your point. But, um, but we have seen Lucas Adams play bad, bad guy, too. <laughs> He's been but yeah, I mean, I I see what you're saying. I mean, they are kind of predictable and you know all that. But I thought it was kind of interesting that she was telling him about her grandma Marlena's Marlena's possession thing, and he was like, could be mass hysteria, could be you know whatever you know mental illness, you know whatever you know. He was listening off all the things, and then they can continued that theme at the hospital, like. Jen, you mentioned this, or somebody mentioned the scenes when Julie, uh, when uh, Julie, yeah, you mentioned something about the scenes with Julie and um, Tripp and talking about faith and everything. So it's like it's not that he doesn't have faith because he was like, well, I'll say a prayer for her in the chapel or in, in, for him in the chapel, meaning Doug. Um, so he's not like saying he's not doesn't believe in God necessarily, but just that he feels like there's a scientific answer for everything. So. Um, I I don't know. Are they setting that up to be where he's not going to recognize the signs of what Doug's trying to tell him? I mean, you think John would because John's been through John's been through it before. Or do you think somehow Trip is going to end up actually being made a believer, so to speak, because he's going to witness something? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He I he's the one who might be possessed. He'd be funny. I don't know. Yeah, no, that would that would be kind of funny to watch him play that. But no, so hmm. So Carrie, who is, so would they need to bring on somebody else for Allie, or there's not really any? Is there anybody else or who would be age appropriate? Like you said, I really can't think of anybody. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of anybody yeah. her age now. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. the only one I could think of is um, 
Abe had a brother, Jonah, and he was raising a little boy named Benji with uh, his girlfriend, Wendy. They could bring him on. Mm-hmm. That's a long, that was a long time. Yeah. That's... But he wouldn't he be older, a lot older now? Mm. Of course, age doesn't. <laughs> when does age matter in Salem? Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't and know. And he wouldn't be related um, to anybody except for uh, <laughs> right? his mother. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Or or some is there like aside from that character, anybody else from like the recent past that like was a maybe I know who was the who okay, here you go. Who was it Rory? That who J J J's um uh druggy friend. <laughs> yep, Rory. Yeah. May, maybe Rory got straightened out and he went to law school. <laughs> oh god. I I loved Rory. He cracked me up. I love that character. Oh my gosh. I miss him. Or do you, does anybody remember Pete the bartender at the pub? He had like he was a five and under line five lines and under guy. But he was oh, really yeah. hot years ago. Or um, who was that other um, guy? Um, <laughs> um, he was in the storyline with Nicole and Eric. He worked at the church. What was his yeah. name? Yeah. Uh, we all thought he was hot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Vaughn? That Vaughn guy? Yeah. 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 Of course, he'd probably be too old for her, because he was more like Hope's age, I think, but... Vaughn, that was a missed opportunity right there. That was a darn yep. shame. That didn't go anywhere. He was great. He was he was hot. Yeah. I don't know what happened there, but they didn't pursue that for some reason. I mean, they didn't nope. pursue him on this. Oops. Oh, I just got a 90-second warning, ladies. <laughs> it's going to cut off. So. so, Carrie, you got any other thoughts or spoilers or any? Nope. 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 Uh, Jen, you good? I'm good. Okay. All, All right. right. Well, we'll have a good rest of the weekend. We'll do. You guys, too. Take care. Okay. okay. Good night. Okay. Bye. Bye. Good night. Bye.